if you want to stay in the same situation, then continue doing what you're doing. And you guys can get on board and go down this four-lane highway and just rock it out, and you don't have to have a decade of learning process. Meet people where they are. If you want to have all types of clients, be a Rubik's Cube. Meet them where they want to be met. We have to know our numbers. We have to know how much we want, and then what, how many deals do I have to close to make that a reality? What I want to do over the next half hour or so is give you clarity on the items that really are going to generate money for you and allow you to do the things you want to do. So if you're not currently being coached by the people in the industry that are doing it at the highest level, then you're working too hard to get there. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast with Kenneth Travis and Sean Zamanoff. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. I'm Sean Zalmanoff, and I'm here, as always, with Kenneth Travis. Kenneth, you're looking fantastic today. Thank you, man. Feeling Thank good? You. Always good, man. Always, always good. We are joined by Jeff Onofrio with Mortgage Possible. Jeff, thanks for being our guest today. We appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having us, guys. Appreciate it. So, Jeff, you've been in the business for... Uh, for some time. You said you got in the business, what, in the late 90s? And like many people, you uh, started in the mortgage business, you got out, you had perfect timing on getting back in. And uh, let everybody know a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I, um, I started in the business uh, in, the, in the late 90s, uh, doing kind of a little bit of everything in the business. I did title work, I did processing, I kind of did a little bit of some telemarketing, I did it all. Um, did sales. Um, then, you know, I have a, my family is a, is a construction business. So I uh, went back to the family business, spent a bunch of years doing that. And then, um, you know, around 2007 ish, I decided, you know, as the market, I guess, was getting ready to crumble, I might as well get back into the mortgage business, um, you know, just by chance. And, um, you know, and then I and then I got back into the sales thing. I went uh, started out as a as a uh, as a loan officer working for a friend. Uh, then opened a branch of one company that then collapsed, uh, and then partnered up with another company that I was there for almost ten years. Uh, and then, just in the last um, year, uh, I am now here at Mortgage Possible. So, so the company you were at was one of those implode meter victims. It was a small company, so I don't even think they made the implode meter. To be honest with you. <laughs> So, man, I'm really curious to, to go back to 2007. So, I mean, not a bad time to get out of the construction business, but yeah. uh, a challenging time shortly thereafter to be in the mortgage world. What was that like when you all of a sudden realized in 2008 and realized what was happening? Did you have like a big, oh shit, what did I do kind of moment? And, and how was that? And man, how did you get through it and build your business to be where you're at today? You know what it is? I, I've always been a fan of when, when, when things kind of get hairy, like that's an opportunity to pounce. And, you know, I, I saw an opportunity at that time that, you know, you're, you're seeing all these properties being foreclosed. You see all this stuff going on. And I just made it my mission to, to really to take what I had learned, um, you know, in the construction world and then tie it together with the mortgage business. And, and obviously doing that at the time was specifically FHA 203K. So it gave me the opportunity to combine what I learned as a family, as my family business to the mortgage business and allowed me to, I wasn't really worried. Um, what I was trying, I was more worried about is making sure I had support from my company to be able to handle doing these loans because there were very few people out there that really wanted to do them. So um, I saw it as opportunity. 
And while a lot of people were kind of, as you said, shitting their pants, so to say, um, I was I was excited. You know, I saw that as an opportunity, and and, and I always kind of look for those type of opportunities when the market is bad or things are going in the opposite direction. Those are where the best people always seem to come out of and succeed. And isn't that the truth, Kenneth? How many times do we talk to loan officers, branch managers, people who just don't have any idea who their ideal client is? You went into this market, had your niche with your experience, and uh, were able to grow. Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's an underserved idea of people. You know, everybody wants to be a jack of all trades and a master of none, right? And like, you know, to really separate yourself from the competition and the market that we're going into. You know, it's been a common thing for us, Jeff, is to like really show loan officers that you have to pick a niche, learn everything there is to know about it, and get rich from it. Right. And, uh, you know, we have this thing, you know, like it's like pick a niche, become a celebrity expert authority in that, you know, in that realm and let that be. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't do other things. It just means that you're selling. You can still do traditional FHA Ford mortgages. You can still do conventional loans, USDA loans, VA loans. But you want to be known for 203K or Homestar or whatever it is that you do. Um you know, in serving, you know, first-time home buyers, you know. And, and like for me, you know, a lot of people ask me sometimes, hey, man, what's your ideal client, KT? That's easy. Man, I specialize in helping people purchase a home, okay? Sometimes I even say I specialize first-time home buyers in purchasing a home with little to no money down, even if they have less than perfect credit. Boom, right? To challenge credit borrower a lot of times, first-time home buyer with somebody with challenge credit, and that's what I'm known for, right? But I still do. 50, 75% of my business, I don't know, 700 credit score borrowers, right? But I've niched out. So I love that, you're, that, you, that you've kind of taken this approach and it doesn't matter what niche it is. It's just, you know, every market's different. There's so many niches out there. And uh, I just love the way that you've, uh, you've niched yourself out. I do have another question for you. Do you only do the 203K streamline uh, strictly as the niche or do you use other renovation products for that as well, like, like a home style renovation? Yeah, yeah. Homestyle is obviously taken on a big, a much bigger portion of the of the business uh, where Kay was, you know, that was the king for so long. Uh, Homestyle is part of it. We also do VA reno, and uh, we're actually in the process of rolling out a jumbo uh, construction and renovation product as well. We're actually doing a beta test right now uh, with a couple of high executives at some of the large uh, tech companies out on the, on the West Coast uh, that we're testing the product out with right now. So. Um, we're trying to innovate in that in that space. Awesome. Um, yeah, because you need to. The, the products, everybody's got the same thing. You need to find stuff that's a little bit different, um, and that's always what's been good. I will tell you one thing that you said earlier and about, you know, niching yourself out, but also, um, you know, making sure everybody knows what you do. I, I'm going to tell you, that was something that actually hampered me. Um, everybody got to know me as the reno guy, and I pigeonholed myself, Right. So I, I wasn't getting that regular business because people only saw me as the reno guy. So one thing I would tell those loan officers that are out there, if you're going to, to find yourself in whatever niche it is, just make sure everybody understands you still do the other stuff too. Um, and one way that we do that is we'll, we'll send out, when I have a, re a customer who's a reno client, I will send him out a pre-approval as a reno pre-approval but I will make sure that they have a specific secondary pre-approval that pre-approves them for regular loans as well so that they understand that, that I'm here to help them with both. 
I'm not just your reno guy. And then, you know, it doesn't work out as reno. So you go down the street to, you know, one of the big guys and say, oh, this is the guy I'm working with. No, no, no. I'm here to help you with everything. So definitely important for the LOs out there to understand that. Make sure you don't pigeonhole yourself. Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, share with us real quick what a VA reno looks like. That's interesting. Like when you said that, I was like, that's interesting. Never heard that before. That's kind yeah, of. It's, it's a little different with every company right now because the guidelines are kind of, they're a little bit more open. Um, and you see a lot of different companies doing them a lot of different ways. Um, it, it's, it's a lot, it's very similar to doing a K. Um, you have a maximum mortgage worksheet, you're building it out. Every company's kind of doing it a little differently. I've seen some companies that'll do it with a limited budget of, you know, only $30,000. I've seen some that are now doing it as much as, you know, letting you do whatever you'd like. Um, I think the big thing that you got to watch with it, with that is that VA hasn't really, you know, really defined what they're okay with. They just want things done in a certain period of time. Um, so that definitely plays a part. The big thing with the VA part is just making sure that the builder understands they have to have their VA certification and they have to be an approved VA builder, which is different than with the K's and the home styles. Those don't need uh, approval from, you know, HUD or Fannie. Um, those are just, you know, us as the lender uh, accepting them into our program, uh, whereas VA specifically has to approve them. So, um, but it's great. I mean, look, for, for a veteran, um, you know, that, that can, you know, get 100% financing and, and then roll in the renovation costs on top of it, it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, these, these are the people that are protect our freedom uh, and they deserve to be able to have access to this and be able to utilize their program uh, with the renovation piece. In the past, we would always do a 203K or a home style, and then we would do a refi into a VA to let them, you know, utilize their benefit. Um, now with the fact that we have that product, we can do it all at one time. So that really helps that, that, uh, you know, that better now. Yeah, that's fantastic yeah. to be able to, uh, to wrap that into one and really help our veterans. Um, a couple of points that I want to hit on for, for our listeners right now. So, man, Jeff, I don't know the number of times, uh, early in my career. So I've always been a purchase guy that I'd had somebody who we did help them with their purchase three years later, five years later, they came back to buy a new home. And then I'd seen on their credit report that they refinanced with somebody else because <laughs> oh, they thought the I was a purchase guy. Yep. But one thing too, like, so when you're the reno guy, when, when you help first time home buyers, when you, we, we still do the other loans. Mm-hmm. The big thing that you have to understand and really know as a loan officer is like, if you lose that conventional deal or you lose another deal, that's not your specialty. It's Okay. Like you can't be the best at everything. You can't set your margin, your price, your everything up inside of what you need to do to be the best at everything. It just, it just doesn't work. So like, you know, I, I did a, a ton of renos from that, you know, 2010 to 2013. We had a lot of homes and a lot of stock here in St. Louis. We still do them. There's just not as many, quite as many homes that need it right now. Sure. And like, I'd get upset if I lost one of those deals because like, there's nobody doing it better than us here. But if, but if I lost, you know, the $400,000 deal that somebody went down to the, the credit union down the street for and they were able to undercut our rate, man, it's great if we get them. They don't understand the service and what we bring to the table. Probably my fault that I didn't explain it enough. But it's okay to lose those deals. You, you got to carve out that niche. It is so important. That's why, I mean, that's where you're going to see everybody in this business who's really making it. That's exactly how they're doing it. Absolutely. Agree 100% for sure. Um, 
So you manage a few offices now. So tell, tell us a little bit about your job details. So, so you said you recently went out on a, on a joint venture and now you're managing a, a few different offices. What's your team and structure? Tell me how all that looks like for you. Yeah, we got um we got a couple different uh, uh, branches. As a matter of fact, I have a uh, I have a small office in, in St. Louis uh, with uh, with a good uh, Reno specialist out there, um, and then uh, my office is in is in uh, Marlton, New Jersey, uh, about twenty minutes outside of Philadelphia. Um, Mortgage capital of the world, <laughs> Mount Laurel for sure. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, yeah, and and we got uh, six seven loan officers now. We've been adding on here. Um, you know, a couple of loan partners. Um, we have a reno specialist. He's a, he's a direct, we call him a director, director of reno. He works specifically with our contractors. Um, cause we do things a little differently. I like to have a guy that gets to get involved in the project at the beginning. And then he actually manages it all the way through the drill administration process. Um, because that really creates that, 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 that sense of the contractor getting what they really need out of this whole thing. And um, later on, I'll talk more about that because I really like to talk about, you know, where you guys can find that business. Um, but, uh, and then we, so we have those guys. And then I have another gentleman. Um, he's, uh, he's actually in Southern California. Uh, he's a big mortgage coach guy. Um, he's on my team as well. Um, and uh, he's out there. And then as a company, we're, we also are, you know, we're, we're, we're the, we are the uh, retail uh, division for a national lender um, in SunWest, which is our is our parent company. But Mortgage Possible is our new retail department. So we're pushing uh, a big brand across the nation right now. Offices in Virginia, Florida. Um, we're opening uh, a couple more in Jersey. Another one, PA. We're we're look, we have one in Arizona, a couple in California, um, Colorado. So we're we're expanding. You know, while a lot of people are contracting right now. We're expanding. So. Um, it's really, really good opportunity for us. So, so tell our listeners and viewers, where is a good spot to be able to go find that reno business? <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's, it's anywhere. I, I, you know, I looked at uh, one of the deals we closed, you know, just last month and it was a beautiful $400,000, you know, home style deal uh, in, in, in uh, Arizona, which, you know, normally you don't see a lot of renos out there. I just don't think people look for them. I think it, I think they, they exist in every market. It's just, how do you go find them? And, and to that point, for your LOs out there that are listening to this, you know, when I've trained, I've trained a lot of LOs on these products. When I talk to them, I say the most underserved person or people that could utilize these products is contractors and nobody goes after them. My biggest year and when I was actually selling myself in 2013, majority of my business came from referrals from contractors. And, you know, they're great. You know, you do ad levels, you know, you're doing big projects, two, three, four hundred thousand dollar projects, and you're adding adding on to properties and creating square footage and creating instant equity. They're great opportunities. So contractors, I, I, if I'm a new LO or I'm an LO looking to expand my business model, that's where I'm looking. Contractors are, are, are never really gone after. Interesting. Hmm? Yeah. That, yeah, that's I, an awesome bit of advice. You know, I, I live out in the country, man. So like, I don't, I don't live in a big town. Like it's just a small area. And for me, you know, and I think, I think, I think, I think it's, it may be different from one market to the next, but I, I know for me, man, I think that the rental business has always been about educating the consumer market. Yep. And, uh, and we do that, man. Like I have a really, uh, a really, and I, and I love the homestyle renovation loan. I'm one of the few, or if not the only person in East Texas that actually uses this thing and sells it and educates the, the, the consumer market. But man, I find a lot of the realtors just have a lot of ignorance around that. And there's a lot of listing agents out there that do a lot of listings and they don't leverage that conversation with their, 
with their sellers and or potential buyers of this property and other realtors that may be bringing buyers to say, hey, like we could do some things to this, you know, because of where it's at, where it's located. Like, dude, there's a lot of equity that may be in some of these properties. And uh, I think it's just ignorance, man, for a lot of people with education, you know. And I think as loan officers, like, we can always do a better job of educating our communities, you know, and having these conversations and, and putting on, you know, uh, events or looking for opportunities to get in front of a stage of your local of your local agents to be able to, to sell this product to them. And you're not really selling it. It kind of sells itself. You just have to give them the belief and the hope that it can, like, it's a doable transaction, you know, as long as you're talking with someone that knows how to pull those files together and measure when it works and when it doesn't work. Well, HGTV, I don't mean to cut you off, Sean. I was going to say HGTV is selling it for us. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's that's the biggest, you know, the, 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 there's a reason why it's the biggest channel on cable TV. Yeah. Uh, the, the shows and the market research show that these people want to do these type of projects. They just don't know where to get it. And they don't know how to find it. And they don't know how to find the money. Yeah. We have to we have to be the, the people to get to the consumer first mm-hmm. because if the consumer guides the agent that they want to use this product, the agent just can't automatically tell them no. You know, it's, it's when they don't know about the product first. We need to get to the direct-to-consumer. Yeah, that's such a good analogy, man. That's such a good analogy, um, the HDTV. You know, that's, that's so true. But, man, like, like, think about it. Like, you can buy a house for $200,000 and get $200,000 to renovate the property. Yep. And like put 5% down. What's that? And put 5% down of yeah. the entire yeah. amount. Yeah. yeah. It's just insane. Just insane. So... Yeah, the other thing on there in educating your agents and educating your buyers, I mean, you know, almost every single market that we're in is limited inventory. Uh, and so, I mean, it's a great way to educate your buyers agents. Hey, do you want to show people less houses? I mean, you got a house that's a little bit underpriced because the kitchen and bath needs some renovation. I've got a product for you going after the listing agents that are selling these houses that say, Hey, you know, I'm not going to talk to you, Mr. Loan officer. I'm only a listing agent. Well, hey, what if I have a product that helps you move your houses better? And we've done hundreds of these, and I can show you exactly how we get them done and what we can do to give a facelift on any property that you list that isn't perfect. I mean, there's just great ideas for you to just be able to to hammer it out. And uh, as Jeff was saying, man, that's an awesome idea to go off the contractors because it's amazing. In like the first thing that we ever do when we're starting a project, we ask somebody for their contractor's name, and that's hey, this is Sean, just want to let you know on this product, you know, yada, yada, do our introductions. You don't get any money up front. And it's either, man, I've done a three dozen insurance jobs. I already know this. I've done a bunch of 203Ks or it's radio silence as their jaw, they're picking up their jaw off the floor. So like, what? I don't get half down to buy materials. And I'm like, I don't understand why the contracting profession draws so many people who don't have two nickels to rub together and expect money up front to buy everything. But you know, yeah. that is what it is. There's a lesson in this conversation. There's so many loan officers out there, Jeff, and I know you can relate to this because we talk to them, right? They can bitch and complain about not having enough business, mm-hmm. but then they're not willing to go out there and work and sell a niche product. It's insane to me. They're all competing for the same business. You ever notice, like, dude, everybody is like fighting over deals based upon price. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got all the you got bankers and brokers fighting about who's better and who's cheaper and all of this shit. Like, I don't care, man. I ain't got time for that. You know, I want to make some money. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, that's obviously what you've done. 
definitely the same strategy that, that, that I, that I embrace and that I understand. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's picking that niche, man. So like guys, like, so if you're listening to this or watching this, like, think about that, like it's genius mm-hmm. and it's an opportunity to make more money and it's an opportunity to get in front of more agents and, you know, uh, uh, build a, not build relationships, contract relationships and like do something different, you know, and, and, and create value because, what we always say is dollars follow value. So like, this is, this is a great conversation. This is a great, uh, this is a great way to, to create value for your marketplace. So, so Jeff, I want, I want you to be able to talk about your podcast, your blog and what you're putting together, but I want to give everybody like just, just one more bit of advice on this 203Ks because we, we've all done a lot of them here on this conversation. So what I tell the realtors too, when, when we're explaining the product on this, it, well, first of all, if you don't know the product uh, as a loan officer, you got to get immersed in it. You have to go, man, go do 10 with somebody in your company who's doing them and just spend the time on the education to be their shadow and really understand how to do it. But once that's done, I just tell every agent, hey, listen, whether you look at me as the quarterback or the coach, every single thing flows through me on this process. So I'm going to control the inspections. I'm going to set everything up. I'd love for you to come with us and experience and see how it works. If everything goes right, you get all the glory for referring them to me. If anything goes wrong, I'm going to take 100% of the responsibility for it. And so when they understand that you know your stuff, you're managing it, and you're walking all the way through, that fear of the unknown or of that story they heard 10 years ago about a 203K going wrong, you just you mitigate it and it goes away for them. Can I give you one one little tidbit here? I would tell anybody that's that's interested in doing these, and it's the same thing. Whenever I train loan officers um, about doing these, I recommend that they go and they find the local HUD consultants to their area and take them out for coffee. You know, it, it's it's like going out with an agent, right? You're going to go talk to them. You're going to sit down with them and pick their brain. You know, and listen, there are good consultants. There are shitty consultants. I mean, I'm, and, and I don't really care if anybody gets mad at me about it, but it is what it is. Like there are good ones and there are bad ones, but you want to sit down, you want to pick their brain, you want to understand what's going on out there in their market because, you know, the best way to get part of these, like, hey, hey, you know, as in, you know, I'm talking to a consultant, hey, Mr. Consultant, like, you know, after we have coffee, I know you said you have a bunch of inspections coming up. Would you mind if I tagged along? So I could watch an inspection, so I could see what goes into it, so I can see how you do your job, so that I'm better educated when it comes time to me doing one of mine. That's how I built a lot of my business too, was connecting with HUD consultants. Um, you know, on a home style, you don't really need them as much, but you do want to understand what their job is, and that helps you to build a stronger relationship when you're talking to your agents, because then your agents know you're building a team mentality. When you build the team, it makes it a lot easier for everybody to buy into it. Love it. Right on. Love so it. tell us about Renovate This. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I went, uh, if anybody knows who Gary Vaynerchuk is, um, I'm a huge uh, fan of his. Um, I did the uh, the 4Ds, uh, which was up in New York City, and um, and there's only 290 of us around the world who have done it, and uh, we immersed ourselves in it, and now we've created this channel called Renovate This. Um, the channel is about showing people how to use renovation loans, how to build wealth using real estate, and um, it's a non-salesy format, so you're never going to see me promoting Mortgage Possible. I'm not promoting anything. So any loan officer that wants to show showing agents that they know how to use Reno, you can feel free to share the content, and it doesn't come back to me. It's about providing value and helping you to build more business, even if we never even even if I don't even know who you are. 
So I hope it, it I hope that it, it helps LOs to build their businesses, agents to understand, and hopefully eventually the consumer gets to it as well. So it's it's really the idea behind it. So lots of interviews, kind of like you guys. You know, we're doing interviews and we're also doing tips. You know, we're doing home inspections, you know, all kinds of stuff so we can show people what the process looks like and, and different ways they can make money and, and, and show how they can work with agents and getting agents insight as well. So there's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, and we're continuing to pump out uh, content. We got over a couple hundred hours worth of content right now. So we're excited to bring it to everybody. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, man. KT, you want to send us off? Yeah. So listen, if you're a loan officer out there and you like just have no desire whatsoever, to do a renovation loan and you want to refer it to Jeff, Jeff, how would someone reach out to you? And, and, uh, uh, yeah, you can They'd rather eat a fried turd than like do a renovation loan. So and you're doing them all over the country. So absolutely. Uh, you can call me, pick up the phone and call me 609-217-9409. Uh, on the screen right now is my email address, uh, jeff.onafrio at mortgagepossible.com. Um, and, and honestly, the other thing too is even if you, have one and you don't know what to do and you don't want to screw it up and you want some advice, call me, man. I'll, I'll pick up, I'll take the call and I'll be happy to guide you the best I can. I'm not going to guarantee anything, but I'll, I'll be happy to give you some guidance. I, I'm, I'm here to help. I don't mind. I'd rather have you ask me for advice and not screw it up so that we give a bad name to the products than to let it happen and just fall apart. So let me, let me at least give you some guidance. I love it, man. You said, I'm here to help. I love that. I have that same mentality. So thank you for saying that. Uh, so, with that, so with that said, guys, um, you, you know, if you're driving uh, or you're sitting at your desk or you're at home or wherever you're at, just take a moment, if you haven't already, and download the Next Level app. It's a free app. has uh, all of our, you know, times and, and resources of where we're going to be, when we're going to be there, upcoming events. And we have a lot of other cool free stuff on there as well. And all you got to do is text the word Next Level to 36. Um, Two six zero. <laughs> Almost forgot there for a minute, Sean. So it's uh, text the word next level to three six two six zero. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast with Sean and I. Thank you, Jeff, for being here. And guys, until next time, y'all make it a wonderful day and uh, and good luck out there.